How do we make the best hospital in Texas even safer? At Houston Methodist, we're conducting screenings upon arrival, isolating COVID patients, requiring masks, and surpassing CDC standards for cleanliness to further reduce risk to you. Delivering exceptional patient care and safety for more than a century. That's the difference between practicing medicine and leading it. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Welcome to Oracle's News Radio. Today is Wednesday, October 28, 2020. And this week, there are interesting bills up for discussion in Congress. And we need to talk. I am Renee Thomas, your host and producer of Oracle's News. Please share this podcast with your friends and family on email and social media. As usual, we have a lot to cover. And a lot to talk about. And I will be very frank with you because I am open to changing my mind about a few things, as always. And we want to talk about the current energy climate within the country. I had told my people who are on Facebook that I was feeling sort of, um, I don't know, I was a little down about everything that was going on. I made the mistake of watching too much news. How many of you have had that situation happen to you and I started to feel pretty bad about the state of the world and then something happened I'm taking a class on religious studies and in that class we talked about sacred poetry as part of the sacred script and religions and we read some of it and we heard some of the songs and when I listened to the words that were being spoken from people from all around the world, I realized that everybody is not in the same place as the people around me. So there's no need to worry about the world going to hell in a handbasket. There's just a few bad apples in the bunch. So what we got out of that on Facebook was, even though you can't see the rainbow, it's always present even when you don't see the rainbow it's always present your situation does change it won't stay the same so never worry never give up and never fear we will be doing the astrology forecast instead of the weather forecast we do an astrology forecast on this channel we are moving There's a lot of moving going on, specifically online with regard to Oracle's News, Renee Tarot, Soul Evolution, and all the brands for anointedgroove.com. So it's our take that YouTube has turned to more of a cable channel, cable TV, live TV channel. They have a studio. They are creating their own movies. They're creating their own film. They're turning into more of an Xfinity Comcast, 
Netflix Hulu model than just normal people TV where we do videos for each other. And I don't I don't have any any upset or I don't feel any upset toward YouTube for doing that. I wish they had told us where they were going, but instead I guess they wanted us to figure it out on our own. And what they've done is it appears that Facebook has taken over where YouTube has left off. So Facebook is providing monetization and a creator studio for people to do their live videos or pre-recorded videos to reach people from a standpoint of person to person. And there, for that reason, I have l hundreds of videos <laughs> up on YouTube. So I will leave those videos on YouTube. Most of them have been copied to Facebook, but the new videos that I do will be going to Facebook specifically starting the first of the year. Now there will be some videos that we do because we usually do our detailed video forecasts, tarot forecasts, astrology forecasts. We post them as video so that you can see the cards, so that you can see the actual natal chart. And it is a visual that goes along with that. So we put those on our visual mediums. So we'll, we'll probably do one more video on YouTube where we let everybody know, hey, we're moving to Facebook. Now, it takes a while for everybody to get the message, but we're going to be getting that message out. But before we get that message out, we want to test the waters on Facebook, see what kind of reach they have, see where we are with that, what can we do with it, and we'll just go from there. Right now, along with everything else it is a work in progress and how about that stock market today october 28 2020 had a little bit of a stock market crash this week hopefully we can gain ground before the end of the day on saturday or friday and which is coming up in a couple of days so we have a few days to try to catch up in america we're in election season lots uh, i think there have been some records that have been broken for the early voters I have voted people in my family have voted and I think everybody's just trying to get it out of the way <laughs> nobody wants to be caught in the crosshairs on election day which is coming up on the third November 3rd on this coming Tuesday I think everybody is just wanting to get it out of the way they know it's going to be a very busy day on Tuesday. People don't want to stand in long lines. People don't want to be a part of any type of upset if there is any. Hopefully there won't be. We recently did the Civil War tarot reading where we discovered that within the next five years, it is not likely that there will be one. There are a lot of different investors. We're going to be talking about this. There's a lot of different investors on the horizon investors into the United States first world countries that have a major financial stake in the United States and they are not going to let the United States destroy itself so that is not where the focus is according to Congress the focus should be somewhere else so what we're going to do today is we're going to give you that information we're also going to talk about the forecast today the sun is in Scorpio and we're going to give you some information about that and then we're going to listen to some music before we go into the main topic which is the state of the union with regard to China the state of the union with regard to China so the sun is in Scorpio trudging through 
we're right at five degrees, um, which is the beginning because it has to go to the 29th degree before it's fully out. That would make a full 30 degrees. That is because the first degree starts at zero instead of one. Now, right now, the sun is opposite Uranus in Taurus, but it is conjunct the Mercury retrograde, and it's also conjunct Juno. Now, Juno is the asteroid that is symbolic of the wife, the committed female partner in the relationship or feminine energy. And it seems that there may some th be some things going on with her. Perhaps she ha she is less likely to um, be easy to talk to right now. With the Mercury being retrograde, she may also be considering um, discussing some things to herself about where she wants to go, either in her partnerships or with her health care or with her family, what have you. So there seems to be some things on Juno's mind. We have a full house in Capricorn, which we've had all year. Now we have Pallas and Jupiter, Pluto, which is there generationally, and Saturn, which has been there for a, a bit, even though it's been retrograding and then going forward, back and forth into Aquarius, where eventually it will be moving into Aquarius. And it seems that that is going to really affect the people. It is no longer retrograde, Saturn, that is, meaning that people are not going to be wilding out and be like, oh, blah, blah, because Saturn is going forward or direct in Capricorn, there will be a lot of things put in place to keep people on track, okay? When Saturn was going retrograde, everybody felt free. It's like the prison doors had been loosed. There was so much looting, so much rioting, and so much um, protesting. Not saying that protesting is bad, but it just led to some extra deaths and things of that nature. But now Saturn has closed the gates, and Saturn is saying whoever wanted to get out at that time, they should have gotten out. Because before we move back into Aquarius, we're definitely going to be putting everybody under lock and key. We still have our beautiful Neptune in, uh, maybe I shouldn't say beautiful, Neptune in Pisces. Uh, but it's retrograde, meaning that we Pisceans are thinking clearly now. So if you are a Pisces that is feeling somewhat emotional, try not to. P there's hope, Pisces. And as I mentioned, the rainbow is always in the sky, whether you see it or not. If you can't see the rainbow, just imagine it to be there. We've got Mars retrograde in Aries. It's, contra it's conjunct Lilith, so don't blame yourself. You know, a lot of you moms are out there, and you're doing the front-line thing with the kids. You're trying to teach them and feed them and clothe them and bathe them and um, keep a roof over their head, and you may be feeling somewhat overwhelmed. So as you feel overwhelmed, you may have said some things that you didn't mean to say or spoke a little loudly and raised your voice and hurt somebody's feelings in the household. Don't don't feel bad. You you're you're just trying to make it, sweetheart. You're not doing anything wrong. You're just trying to get through. Just thank God that everybody is still alive if they are. And for those of you who have lost people in this pandemic, I will like to say that I am so sorry. I think that we all know somebody who has passed on as a result of what is going on in the society today. It is worldwide. It happens to be hitting the West seemingly a little stronger than everyone else. 
So I just want you to know that I'm thinking of you and I care about what you're going through. I know you care about what I'm going through. So that's where we are. There's one other placement that I think is worth noting. We have zero, zero degree Venus in Libra right now. Um, that's probably going to put Kim Kardashian more so on the front lines than ever, not just because it's her birthday, but for whatever reason, she may be doing some legal thing that, that gets a lot of notoriety or press more so than what she has. We know she's in law school, but it seems like something else is on the works that we should expect to hear about in the news. Also, Venus, zero degrees, Libra has to do with the new placement in the Supreme Court also has to do with rules for women throughout the history of mankind rules have been put in place laws have been put in place concerning women how do we control the women oh my goodness what do you guys think of that we got to control the women so that we don't feel so bad about the st- how we feel but i'm not going to do any male bashing today this show is for everyone and we need to talk about China. So as we get ready to go into the studio and discuss what is happening in Congress regarding China, we want to play a song, give you an opportunity to get you a cup of coffee, stop by the soda machine and get a Coke or Diet Coke. And we just want you to get comfortable because we've got some information that's that's pretty important that we need to talk about. So stay tuned.
That is Waitin' by Colette Renee. You can find her music at anointedgroove.com. Anointedgroove.com. A-N-O-I-N-T-E-D-G-R-O-O-V-E.com. So let's talk. There has been a new resolution, not a bill, but a resolution by Congressman Biggs, which has been introduced to recognize the People's Republic of China as the greatest threat to the United States of America. Now, many of you know that you know about the paper trail. Have you ever been on a job where somebody was trying to fire you? And so they had to come to you and call you into the office and get you to sign a letter that you understood what they were talking about. And then they called you back again a week later and said, hey, you're not doing what you're supposed to do, even though you are doing what you're supposed to do. So it's a moving target until finally they give you the pink slip and say, hey, we're going to have to let you go. Why? It could be a lot of reasons. Maybe it's because of nepotism. Maybe it's because they're trying to cut down on um, a lot of the human resource expenses maybe they just wanted to get you out of there for whatever reason or they wanted you to quit and put pressure on you so that you wouldn't be able to apply for unemployment whatever the reason a paper trail is necessary to begin to do the underlying works legally to uh, to make a few things happen that includes declaring war that includes um justifying finances and, and, and monetary gain for specific things that have to be put in place with regard to military, with regard to offices in the embassy and things of that nature. You can't just say, hey, we're going to do this. You have to have a paper trail. So that paper trail has begun. And on October 20th, 2020, there was a press release where Congressman Andy Biggs of Arizona put forth the resolution. And the resolution is pretty extensive. To some degree, it is also alarming. One thing I will say to you as we go through this resolution is that you understand I'm I'm getting this directly from the House the house.gov website. I'm getting it from the actual United States government. So I'm not getting it from the news. So therefore, there is a there is some truth to it. I mean, I agree, even though I don't agree with our president on everything, I agree with him with regard to fake news. I agree with him that there is like a slant put on everything. I'm not at liberty to tell you about everything I think about the world today, because guess what? I haven't talked to everybody that I need to talk to to even know it's true. But what I do know is that the People's Republic of China, which I will refer to from this point forward as PRC or China, PRC standing for the People's Republic of China, are stated to have approximately 1.4 billion people in population, as com- as compared to or compared to United States population of 330 million. Now you know there was a time when we were right at 365 million, but our population have gone down. A lot of people have left the country and moved to different areas to include Africa. And there's been a great exodus here, okay? Some people have been sent out as a result of immigration. And also whereas the PRC has an economy that is second 
largest in the world as measure, measured by gross domestic product behind only, guess who? The United States. And whereas the PRC's GDP, or that gross domestic product, will likely surpass the United States in the coming decades, and whereas, and let's just call it China, has the largest active duty military in the world, okay? And whereas China has committed to aggressively modernizing its military capacities. So let's stop there for just a second. I know that the United States has an agreement with many of the Middle Eastern oil producing countries where every bucket of oil has to be purchased using American dollars. Will that change? I know that there were some companies recently that just bet against the dollar for the yen. So if China has the largest military in the world, what keeps Saudi Arabia with allowing the dollar to be the main backing for oil? Maybe it's because they feel that China is their um, competition, even though America is a one of the leading producers of our oil in the world also. I don't know. I have to think through that. If you have any comments on that, let me know. Why would these why would Saudi Arabia go with with the United States with that and not China? Okay, and so China also has committed to aggressively modernizing its military capacities. China possesses nuclear capable intercontinental ballistic missiles. Intercontinental as an in international meaning they can shoot a missile from their continent to another one without leaving. And also whereas the China has also not shared in the democratic thought How do we make the best hospital in Texas even safer? At Houston Methodist, we're conducting screenings upon arrival. Isolating COVID patients, requiring masks, and surpassing CDC standards for cleanliness to further reduce risk to you. Delivering exceptional patient care and safety for more than a century. That's the difference between practicing medicine and leading it. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. For free market values of the United States and Xi Jinping, who is the leader has been the de facto paramount leader of China since November 2012 when he attained the positions of General Secretary of the Chinese Communist Party and Chairman of the Central Military Commission. Now, those of you who study history know that socialist governments are now using that term socialist instead of communist. Um, socialism used to be like a third party it was communism, socialism, and then democracy. But now it's basically just socialism and democracy. For the most part, you have dictatorships and you have some um, royal types of things going on with the kings and queens and that nature, which usually are just basically for show. And they're run by another type of par parliament. But Xi became the head of state of China or the PRC in March 2013, that was a little over seven years ago, with a title usually labeled president in the Western sources. And whereas President Xi has decisively broken with the foreign policy restraint practiced by his immediate predecessors, and you know how 
America feels about that. They need to have leaders in place who who will work with and agree with leadership in America or they are not considered to be a friend of America. And whereas President Xi declared in a 2018 speech before the National People's Congress that China must ride on the mighty east wind of the new era, charge forward with a full tank and steadily steer the wheel with full power. So when you think about words like tank and wheel steering and power, you know, you could think about a truck, (laughs) but you could also think about a tank, right? And whereas PRC or the People's Republic of China has neo-imperial ambitions to spread its power throughout the world. So let's talk about empire not the show that's on tv with cookie lions but we're talking about different empires that have ruled the world we have the the dynasties of china from long ago we have the egyptian empire we have the roman empire we now have the uk empire these empires have territories under them that they own that pay tribute to them and whoever has the most land has the newest empire and china has had the empire before the 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 claim of the biggest empire in previous times because china is an ancient country However, it appears to at least some persons in the Democrat Democratic Congress or actually Republican Congress in this in this instance that China has neo-imperial ambitions, meaning that they now again in modern times have ambitions to become the greatest empire in the world. And whereas the People's Republic of China launched the Belt and Road Initiative, BRI in 2013 to offer financing for transportation and energy infrastructure projects in dozens of countries. And we're going to talk about this to help you to understand what I'm saying. Um, The United States government, along with certain committees that were sponsored by the government, along with the United Nations, has very special um, imperatives that they want they wanted to get some of these done by 2020 I don't think they're going to be able to do it because we had a pandemic but some of these initiatives were to get rid of all poverty to get rid of all racism to get rid of all sexism to get rid of all unemployment and to get rid of so many things everybody was supposed to have utilities and even though a lot of Third world nations that we call third world nations don't consider themselves to be suffering as much as we consider them to be suffering simply because of their religious beliefs and their their feelings about noble poverty and things of that nature. You have to keep that in mind. We as Westerners and the United Nations is a Western device have wanted to put into place certain things to make sure that everybody was just like us and not only that they were like us, but that they were thankful and that they were friends of America, meaning that if we if there's something we want, you're going to do what we want you to do. Well, China has also jumped on that bandwagon. How we're going to help too? We're going to help finance some of this infrastructure with regard to transportation and roads and energy, so that everybody will have energy. And you know, China was a part of the United Nations, and they agreed to do their one-child policy in order to get in. 
they're not doing that anymore <laughs> because they started to have an overabundance of male children and not enough female children to marry these male children. So whereas many of the BRI participating countries are poor, unstable, or potentially vulnerable to debt dependence on Beijing, especially if Beijing is going to be launching finances for all of this infrastructure. And whereas the United States was very sensitive, strategic relationships with these BRA participating countries, meaning that specifically Afghanistan and Pakistan, meaning that if we don't have some type of gold mine in your country, we at least want to control the leadership in your country. And if we can't control the leadership in your country, we need to be somewhere close by to keep an eye on you. So we can't let your border states be under the influence of China. Because if you become friends with China and China starts to coddle you and finance you, then you're not going to listen to us. Now, I am putting this particular document for this resolution in everyday terms. But at the same time, I'm going through each of these points. And whereas the People's Republic of China has released few details about this BRI initiative, despite widespread calls from the United States, the International Monetary Fund, and other governments and multinational organizations for greater transparency. Now, they want to know. Now, do we agree with all of these institutions and organizations? Well, not necessarily, because as far as I'm concerned, the International Monetary Fund should not have financed the debt of the Haitian Revolution. They should have just counted it off, because why in the heck do you have to pay to be free from France, Okay. But no, now Haiti owes the United States of America. So I don't necessarily agree with everything with regard to the International Monetary Fund. But that is the fund that is used to finance some of these smaller nations. I also feel like some of this money should be put into the hands of or to the pockets of American people. With the United States being a government or business entity, why are we, the citizens, not receiving any of these monies? Okay, And whereas while the PRC or China, has been opaque, meaning you can't see through them, about the BRI, it has been very clear about its ambitions in the South China Sea. So you can't hide what you're trying to do out there. Have you guys heard about the new islands that China is building and airports in the middle of the South China Seas so that they can launch their military aircraft? It's pretty concerning. So China claims indisputable sovereignty over the South China Sea Islands and their adjacent waters. Now, how what does this claim look like? Do they fill out a certain international piece of paper that they submit to all of the major countries and say, hey, this is ours? I'm not sure what they mean when they say that the PRC claims indisputable sovereignty over these seas. But I guess the fact that they're going on in there and building these man-made islands and putting these airplanes and airports out there, that's kind of like probably the claim that the United States Congress is talking about. And whereas this assertion of sovereignty is not, in fact, disputable, indisputable to the other countries in the region, meaning if it is, in fact, not indisputable, that would mean, what, what does that mean? The assertion of sovereignty. 
is not indisputable. I guess that would mean that some people don't like it. Some people want to fight over it, but they don't have the power. But they are friends of the United States, leading us to our next line. Taiwan, Vietnam, Malaysia, Brunei, Indonesia, and the Philippines, a U.S. treaty ally, all dispute the PRC's expansive South China Sea claims. Claims being not just what you say, but what you do. Whereas China continues to construct militarized artificial islands in the South China Sea to bolster its position, and whereas trillions of dollars, trillions of dollars of ship-borne commerce pass through the South China Sea each year, including two U.S. markets. So if China militarizes the pathways of these seas, they could actually freeze people out of supplies, not just the United States, but other nations as well. And whereas the China or the PRC continues to aggressively claim sovereignty over Taiwan, and, you know, they've been fighting over these lands around them for a while. And whereas on September 30th, 2020, China's premier, Li Keqiang, proclaimed that, quote, we will resolutely oppose and curb, oppose and curb any Taiwan independence, separatist behaviors and external interference and promote the reunification of the mother land. So the motherland from what date? <laughs> As you know, China is thousands or at least hundreds of years old. China is old. So which date are they going back to? Because they used to have everything over there. And whereas Beijing's claims of sovereignty over Taiwan are belied by the fact that the Taiwanese people have been independently governing their island for over 70 years. Well, that's not a long time when you're talking about countries. And whereas Taiwan is vitally important, a vitally important friend and regional security partner of the United States, why? How can Taiwan be a security partner of the U.S.? Well, because we can put people over there safely so that we can spy on China. And whereas the Taiwan United States bond, the Taiwan United States bond has been solidified by the Taiwan Relations Act, the Taiwan Travel Act, and the six assurances first promulgated by the Reagan administration in 1982, I was just a kid back then. And whereas the PRC continues to curtail the rights of the residents of the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region, which means, you know, you've heard about the young people in Hong Kong going out and protesting and they're getting squashed. <laughs> That's not funny. And whereas on June 30th, 2020, the PRC's National People's Congress pass an expansive national security law to broadly criminalize democratic participation and protest in Hong Kong. So if you are in Hong Kong and you're trying to have a democracy and if you operate according to that democracy with protests or demonstrations, it will be considered to be a crime or treated as a crime by the Chinese government. And whereas this law and other efforts to curtail democratic participation in Hong Kong violates the PRC's commitments in 84 and 1997 to the UK 
to respect Hong Kong's long tradition of economic and democratic freedoms for 50 years, beginning on July 1st, 1997. Why 50 years? Maybe that's all that they agreed to. So that gives them what? 19, 11, 12, 13, 14. Well, is that about this time now? You know, I'm not a, I'm not a good counter. So somebody count 1997 plus 50 years. We're going to go ahead and put that in our calculator. 1997 plus 50 is 2047. So 2047, that's about 27 years from now that China agreed to allow Hong Kong to be democratic before they can squash them again. Interesting. And whereas the Beijing's government increasingly hostile actions threaten the 85,000 American residents and 1,300 United States firms operating in Hong Kong, you know that Beijing kicked a lot of the Africans out of China and blamed them for starting the coronavirus, which is crazy. But also, they have been increasingly hostile to these 85,000 American residents. And in addition to the above and other geostrategic threats, China wields enormous influence over the United States economy. Duh. I remember when I was a little girl and my grandmother would tell me, you know, China's going to take over. You're going to look up and they're going to own everything. Well, that was like, what, decades ago? And now here we are. PRC holds over one trillion, at least a trillion in United States Treasury bonds, more than any other foreign nation except Japan. And that's scary, too, because they're cousins. And whereas in recent years, the PRC has maintained a massive trade surplus over the United States valued at three hundred forty five point six billion in 2019 by manipulating its currency, which is not fair, and maintaining unreasonably high tariffs, among other tactics. So it's being done purposely. We're still talking about why there are threats. We're still talking about why the, the Congress is now saying, hey, they are ace enemy number one with regard to foreign people. And whereas China routinely pressures United States companies entering into its market to give them or cede their intellectual property and market licensing rights. So if you are from Apple and you want to enter the market and have a an Apple station in China, you need to give them your intellectual property rights. Oh, well, no, we can't do that. So that would mean that Apple would have to create a specific phone just for the Chinese, and then they would have to give the Chinese government the property rights over that particular phone. So they wouldn't be able to really ship any phones to the United States because we wouldn't want those phones, would we? Do you think we're getting those phones? Or do you think that we're getting phones that are made on other soil? Whereas the PRC frequently carries out cyber attacks on the United States companies to steal trade secrets or other sensitive information it cannot obtain 
by other means. Now, that's kind of a slap in the face. Like, you don't have anybody smart enough over there to get this information. So you have to steal it. Now, you did hear about the person who was in a, one of our Ivy League schools as a Chinese person who was supposedly over there to learn and work with the professors but was actually stealing trade secrets. And that professor was said to have been receiving money from China to have that person over there. That was a big scandal not long ago. And whereas it is likely that the PRC, People's Republic of China, has access to all, I'm not going to say all, but to the personal data of most citizens of the United States. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the House of Representatives, the Senate concurring that Congress recognizes that the People's Republic of China currently poses the greatest foreign threat to the United States' peace, security, and stability. So this is being put into place. They recognize that China, regardless of future leadership, will likely continue to be a major rival of the United States in the coming decades due to enormous cumulative size and scale of its population, economy, and military capacities, and supports the Trump administration's overall strategic approach to China. Now, I can say that Trump's approach to China has largely been that, number one, he calls the pandemic virus the Chinese virus. Number two, he claims that they are hiding things, but he also claims that Xi is so smart and they're just so smart and we have a great relationship. So I don't know about that last one, all right? But what it says here is that this is grounded in principled realism and firm but measured competitive engagement whenever United States national interests are at stake that has been outlined in sources, including but not limited to our strategic approach to China, written in May 2020, the national defense strategy with regard to China in October 2018, the national cyber strategy from September 2018, which is too old right now they need a new one because this cyber stuff is increasing as we speak the national security strategy of the united states in 2017 now all of that appears to be really old so hopefully the may 2020 u.s strategic approach to the people's republic of china which i have not read is including all of these other things to include security the strategy cyber strategy um, other general defense strategies. So there you have it. I have gone through with you the main gist of the resolution that is a, is different from a bill. It's not one of those things where the president has to approve it because a president cannot declare war. Only Congress can declare war and I'm not saying they're declaring war. I'm just saying this is a paper trail so that if they ever needed to in the future, they would have this resolution already in place. So that is part of the paper trail that's going against China. So right now we want to give a shout out to all the fine people of countries who patronize this show. The U.S., Canada, Peru, Brazil, Nigeria, Egypt, Ghana, the U.K., Sweden, Ireland, Pakistan, India, Belgium, Spain, Mexico, France, Italy, Romania, Turkey, Germany, Poland, Croatia, Japan, 
Australia and New Zealand. I want you to remember that we're being we're broadcasting at least bi-weekly and special shows outside of the schedule are announced as they occur. So you need to follow us so that you can get an update of when there will be a special show. A lot is happening these days. We're trying to all be very positive, but we will be reporting the news as we see it. We'll also be providing tarot and astrology forecasts. You need to follow us on our Facebook channel. Be sure to click on all the links in the information section and get our book, Spiritual Healing on Amazon, Spiritual Healing by Renee Tarot on Amazon. Enjoy the musings of Gnosis in an essay style book filled with thoughtful and inspired intimations. Thank you, everyone who's listening for whichever podcast platform you're enjoying. We're on many of them. We want you to share our podcast with someone who enjoys the news, who enjoys news that's easy to understand. And you can rest assured that if you do, you will all be enjoying, enjoying the facts and great music and nothing but. Until next time. Your home has worked extra hard this year, so why not give it a little something for the holidays? How about a new workspace while you're working from home or a brand new bookcase built from scratch? Whatever your home wants, needs, or just might be hinting about, start with Craftsman at Lowe's. Craftsman power tools, mechanics tools, outdoor power equipment, and tool storage can help you take any project from start to finish. Shop Lowe's.com today because a gift for home brings joy to all. Selection varies by location while supplies last U.S. only. How do we outsmart cancer? At Houston Methodist, we're creating nano devices to directly treat tumors, minimizing side effects. We're researching how repurposing existing treatments can stop the deadliest form of breast cancer from spreading. And throughout the COVID-19 crisis, we're delivering critical therapies in the safest environment possible for all patients. Houston Methodist, leading medicine.